0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the intro to medical school podcast hosted by your fellow classmates at Sydney Kimmel Medical College at Thomas Jefferson University. This podcast was created to answer the questions that we wish we knew the answers to coming into medical school. We hope to provide some insight, alleviate some stress, and help you get the most of your medical school career. Thanks for listening, and we sincerely hope you enjoy this episode. Hi everyone, this is Dan, thanks for joining us today. Uh, This episode is going to be on research in medical school, specifically why to do it, how to get involved, and tips once you are involved. The goal of this episode is to provide a general framework for research, and we plan to have additional episodes on other individual aspects that we touch on in the episode um, that delve into more specifics, but this episode, by and large, is going to be a framework. Now let's start off with why to do research. It goes without saying that research in medical school will improve your application for residency. If you go to the nrmp.org match statistics and you kind of navigate to individual subspecialties, you'll see how much research is emphasized in the subspecialty that you may wanna go into. Now in some specialties, of course, it's emphasized more than others, but with step one going past fail um, next year, Uh, There's a lot of speculation that research uh, and other extracurricular activities, but research and specifically, may be more heavily emphasized as a differentiating factor for applicants. Secondly, research simply broadens and strengthens your understanding in a field, specifically in whatever subtopic you may be doing research in. And thirdly, research allows you to make connections. These connections will be with residents, these connections will be with attending physicians and you know sometimes even more importantly these connections will be with upper-year medical students students that are only one two or three years removed from you that may provide invaluable advice on how to not only be involved in more research but to how to uh, navigate uh, the intricacies of medical school okay so we just went over why to do research let's go over the type of research available for medical students now all medical students I would say generally do research that falls into these four buckets group these buckets by shortest term to longest term. And I'm sure many of you may know uh, these types of projects but I'm just going to briefly delve into them. So the shortest term project that I'm discussing is a case report. Now a case report may be uh, some sort of interesting patient or interesting case that uh, you encountered uh, on a clinical rotation or uh, just in some sort of clinical scenario. And you generally write up uh, what happened with the patient, how they were treated, what was the outcome, and the case report generally ends with some sort of extension into a a discussion about why this is significant, what are the takeaways, and how can physicians use this going forward to better treat their patients. Now this would be the shortest term type of project that you can be involved in. The next step up are retrospective chart reviews. Now these start off with a research question or a research hypothesis, and the goal is to go back in time gather data from patients. Now this could be demographic data, this could be uh, treatment data, this could be outcome data, but the point is that this data is already there in the electronic medical record. And the bulk of the project is really collecting that data. And that takes time. And after the data is collected, you run statistical analyses and you answer the research question or the hypothesis that you initially posed. Now these take a little more time than case reports just by virtue of the fact that you have to collect all the data from the electronic medical record. But because the data already exists in this current state of time, um, these are a little bit of a quicker end of projects. The next step up are prospective studies. Now prospective studies similarly start out with research questions or hypotheses. However, they look forward in time. They say if we treat this patient now with drug X, what will be the outcome six months from now? What will be the outcome a year from now? And uh, just by virtue of the fact that these projects look into the future, they, by definition, have to take longer uh, time period. Now, the longest type of project, and again, the last type is very variable in time, but overall I would say it falls in the longer end, would be bench research or lab research. This is the type of research that you think of when you're an undergraduate. You may be working on mouse models, for example, and you may be doing some immunohistochemistry, things like this. These projects involve some very intricate lab protocols. They just tend to take longer. So we went over why to do research. We went over the types of research available. Now let's get into the meat of the discussion and the part that as a a first or second year medical student I would care most about, and that's how to be involved in research. Now, I'll start off with case reports. So I mentioned case reports are generally the quickest form of research. Um, If you're on a clinical rotation, for example, as a third year medical student, and you come across an interesting case. Basically, anything that you know is rare or that might have been different than what people expected, this might be a good candidate for a case report. Now, after you kind of identify this case, I would go home, I would do research on why it's rare, and I would think about some sort of spin about why you know publishing this case report would be beneficial for physicians going forward. And kind of once you have this background idea, I would recommend maybe approaching the resident on your service and say, hey, I have this idea for a case report. Do you think this would be a good idea? Um, And then generally, if they think so, then this could be something that you approach the attending with and write up as a case report. But let's say you're not yet on clinical rotations or maybe you want to be involved in some retrospective or prospective studies. Um, Here's what I would do. I would start with the student organization of the subspecialty that you want to do research in. So, for example, um, I plan to go into otolaryngology. Um, The Jefferson ENT group at our school, for example, has a specific form just for medical students that want to be involved in research. So I would email, you know, the, the coordinator uh, or the, the, the e-board of the student organization of the specialty that you want to research in and say, hey, is there a way that medical students can be involved in research? Um, so for example, if you want to go into surgery, there's the Gibbon Society or there's our scalpels. Uh, if you want to go into neuroscience or neurology rather, um, there are specific student groups that may have you know modes by which students can just directly be involved in research so I would start with emailing the student organization secondly i would just ask upper years in the field that you want to research if you find out that you want to go into cardiology or you just want to do research in cardiology um, and you know some second or third years or even fourth years that uh, want to go into this field that may be involved in research say hey how can I get involved with research Often there are ways that, uh, you know, these students got involved that they could help you out with. Um, If you are on clinical rotations, another way would simply be to ask your resident or ask your attending physician on the clinical rotation. Um, Let's say that you're in, you know, you're you're in the Jeff MD lecture phase um, of medical school and you just got a lecture from a professor and that professor might be in a field that you want to do research in. There's no harm in emailing the professor and saying, hey, I had the, you gave me this lecture. I'm really interested in this. Uh, Drew, you or any of your colleagues have any research opportunities available for a medical student? And then, and then finally, there's also the scholarly inquiry, or SI, at Jefferson. Um, and back when I was uh, in between my first and second year of medical school, I actually got on a research project from a scholarly inquiry portal. Um, and I'm not sure if this exists anymore, but... It wouldn't hurt emailing whoever the Scholarly Inquiry Coordinator is for a year and saying, hey, is there a portal available that has some sort of database of projects available for students? Uh, These are all modalities by which you can kind of get your foot in the door. Now if you want to get involved in lab research or bench research, I think we're going to have a separate podcast episode just on this, Um, but it might be a good place to start with that Scholarly Inquiry Portal that I mentioned. Um, If it exists, I would email the Scholarly Inquiry Coordinator to see about that database. Um, you, could also, you could also start with emailing attendings or, or uh, professors that gave you lectures during JFMd, saying something similar to what I mentioned before. And the whole other topic uh, that kind of goes into bench research is taking a research year. Now there are some students, uh, some, some fellow classmates that are really really heavily involved in research and they actually took a full research year to perform bench research. Now this is a separate application process Um, I would recommend talking to your dean or your specialty specific advisor on if this is something that is feasible for you. And like I said, we're planning to have a separate episode just on taking a research year. So we went over why to do research. We went over types of research available. We went over some mechanisms of which how to be involved in research. Let's go over what type of research you should be doing as a medical student. And the short and sweet answer to this is that there's no research that you should be doing. Research, like everything else in medical school, is an extracurricular, and extracurriculars always come secondary to your academics. Now, in your first two years of medical school, your academics are largely didactics. In your third and fourth year of medical school, your academics are clinical rotations. But I would treat research just as you treat any other extracurricular activity, meaning that they come secondary to school. That being said, if you do want to be involved in research, Because there's kind of a short timeline available for us as medical students before we apply to residency, if you had the choice, I would be realistic about the time it takes to finish projects, and I would put a higher emphasis on trying to be on as many shorter-term projects as possible. Those are things like case reports. Those are things like retrospective chart review. That being said, longer-term projects are generally more exciting, and they generally have way more power in the academic literature. And, and, and if you are presented with the opportunity to be on prospective study and it's something that you're interested in and have the time to do, definitely take it on. Um, I'm just trying to lay the framework for that prospective studies do take time. And if you're only on one prospective study, I would not expect it to be finished at the same timeline that a retrospective or a case report is finished. Now, as I mentioned, research is an extracurricular activity. So how do you manage this with school? Well, I'm going to be honest, during my first two years at medical school, I was really, really rarely involved in research. Personally, I had way more time in my third year, and I started doing most of my research then. The two reasons why I think that this was a good approach. One, I didn't really know that I wanted to go into otolaryngology until my third year of medical school. And when you're doing research in a field that you know you want to go into, it becomes infinitely more interesting, and you're infinitely more motivated to complete it. Um, so that's one reason why I think you know it's okay to start in your third year about really trying to hone in on research and secondly I just had more free time I remember being completely overwhelmed by the amount of academic lectures we were having during the first two years and let me tell you medical school does get better um, as you get to your third year at least I uh, when I got to my third year I found way more free time to do extracurriculars such as research so I'm gonna leave you hopefully with some overall guidance now about research in medical school Um, and these are things a lot of them I learned the hard way and a lot of them I wish I knew when I first started doing research in medical school Um, and the first one is to make sure that expectations are clearly laid out when you start your project now what kind of expectations am I talking about I'm talking about if you're starting a project one will you be an author and if so where along the authorship line will you be two what are the goals of the project Are they planning to publish? Are they planning to publish an abstract or a paper? Are they planning to present this at a conference? Where are they planning to present this? And and what kind of journal are they planning to submit to? And also, when are they planning to submit it? What is the overall timeline of the project? And what will your role be? So to reiterate, expectations must be clearly laid out. And don't be afraid to ask these questions because you're gonna be doing a lot of work And it's always important to understand what you're getting into beforehand. One, authorship. Two, goals of the project. For example, what is their timeline and when are they submitting? And three, what your specific role is. It is, can't emphasize enough how important it is to have these things clearly laid out before you embark on a project. Okay. Secondly, always take a project to completion. Now, everything you do in medical school, but research in particular, is a reflection on your own professional, personal attributes. Um, Only take on projects that you think you can contribute excellence to. And not only is this important because it's a reflection on your professional attributes, but also, and this is something that I did not think of during my first, second, or even third year of medical school, every attending physician that you interact with, you never know what your relationship with them will be a year from now and these might be excellent people that will get to know you over the years and they might be excellent candidates for a letter of recommendation come residency season so always take your projects to completion not only because it's a reflection of your personal character but because anyone that is involved with you could potentially be a prospect for a letter of recommendation in the future now thirdly, you need to start somewhere I know a lot of people say, I don't want to do any chart reviews I don't want to be any prospective studies But I'm going to be completely honest with you. Sometimes the hardest thing about research is getting your foot in the door. And you may need to do some chart reviews if you don't want to do them just to show the department that you are someone that takes things to 100% completion. um, And you're interested in this field and in research and you're willing to take projects in the future. So, um, again, like I said, always make sure that you have adequate time for school first um, but if you want to be involved with research, oftentimes you'll have to start somewhere to get your foot in the door. Now, lastly, um, something that I like about research is that you begin, to be intricately, you, you begin to intricately understand a small subset of your field. Now, this is important not only because it strengthens your understanding in the field, but also because these are excellent talking points with people on clinical rotations, with residents, with attending physicians, and all the way to when you start interviewing for residency. Um, understanding small subsets of the field, being at the frontier of research in your field, is something that you know will be part of your everyday life as an attending physician in the future. And uh, being in research is a great introduction to this. Okay, so that's everything I have to cover today. We went over research, why to do it, types of research available to students, how to get involved in research, what types of research you should be doing, and how to manage with school. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode today. And I look forward to hearing about your research experiences in the future. Uh, Thank you for listening. And until next time. Thank you for listening to our episode today. We are here to help. If you have any questions about the topics we covered, suggestions for future episodes, or just want someone to chat about medical school with, please email us at skmc.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, and until next time.